When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Drop your shoulders, take a breath, tune into how you feel, because it's time to stretch. Hey, it's Sinead O'Moore and you're listening to Stretch Marks, kindly supported by Vitabiotics, who have a supplement range to support us throughout every stretch of family life. Today's episode is for any of us that are trying to raise our babies while raise the confidence to run a business, start a business or even think about a business. With Jane Aspel-Keating, founder and designer of the stunning jewellery and handbag brand Emma by Jane. On Friday the 13th in January 2017, Jane resigned from her full-time successful career to leap into her business dreams. It's this leap we talk about. How the fall can be bumpy and that there are good days and bad. We talk about the things that most don't when trying to always portray the veneer of success and confidence. But this is about working hard to believe in yourself and balancing life as a mother. With her one-year-old girl, Jane, like all of us, seeks balance but rarely achieves it. With no team, no maternity leave... The stretch is both so fulfilling and yet oh so real. Jane, thank you so much for coming on Stretch Marks Podcast. I really wanted to talk to somebody about the stretch of running your own business, having to never down tools, having no team to pass things on to and becoming a mother at the same time and the stretch that is that self-employed life. Thank you for being that person to join me. If anybody was listening to Clementine's episode, which I think thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of you have at this point, and thank you for doing so. Um, Clementine did a campaign with you and oh, your pieces are just stunning. She is just the most beautiful woman in like what you see on her Instagram in her like she is just amazing. Um, yeah, it's an it was an absolute pleasure to create a whole collection with her and it blew like she's just she's just beautiful. So yeah, it was it was brilliant. And her podcast, I listened to it, I cried, I texted her straight away afterwards. Um, I had no idea the amount of meetings we had, and she was pregnant. Um, so yeah, it's uh she's she's a really special girl, and it was a beautiful podcast that you did with her. I was with her on Saturday in Kildare Village, admiring the pieces that she was wearing from that collection. And you are soon to have a pop up in Kildare Village. Yes, I know we're opening, I think, in about four weeks. It's been confirmed since October. And I thought it was one of those things that was ages away. And now it's four weeks away and I'm getting nervous excitement, hoping it's all going to come together. I'm through the whole getting stock, getting new designs. We have so much coming. Um, so now it's just the waiting game, which sometimes is nearly worse because it's just the nervous anxiety of it. <laughs> but I'm sure it's amazing. It'll absolutely fly. You're doing such amazing things. And the business is going for six years. So you and your daughter is 19 months. So you were up and running, I suppose, before the motherhood work collision collided. But <laughs> take me back to because I think it's something very special to to find it in yourself to really dive into your own business to take that leap and to do it yourself, to own it yourself, to take on the responsibility yourself. So take us back to kind of what was the reason that you needed to stretch into this new side of yourself? So I think the first thing when you talk about like the decision, I jumped off a cliff and didn't think anything about it. And sometimes I think it's the best way if I knew, I've talked to so many friends that have businesses and if we all knew what was ahead of us, we probably never would do it. But I suppose I always want to own my own business. My dad is an incredible um, business person and I've always had a bit of a bug. So I kind of created a career path that would teach me how to do it on someone else's money in a way, which is 
quite helpful. Um, so I was a buyer for pennies for about six years over in the UK and then I moved back with them here. And I just kind of got the itch. I found a supplier on one of our trips and I kind of was always kind of doing something in the background. So I decided while living at home and saved a bit of money to contact the supplier and started seeing what their quality was like, how it would work, customs bills, all that. And then one day I just turned around and said, I'm quitting, I'm doing this. And it was literally with no thought, no grand plan. It was just like, I'm going to do it because I'd done it a bit on the side. And I realized that unless you have no income coming in and you have your, you know, all the time in the world, you're not going to do it properly because you're going to say yes to the cinema dates or going out because you have that income coming in. Whereas it's amazing when nothing is coming in, how you really have to push yourself. Um, so yeah, I started, I quit my job on Friday the 13th. So to me, that's a lucky day. And I've just grafted and grafted ever since. And it's, there's been highs and lows and everything in between. So yeah, it's been a real, it's been an exciting, I think this is the pinnacle now opening in my first store in Kildare Village is really where I can kind of look back and go, wow, I can't believe we're at this stage. So yeah, and I think that's exciting. important to say because often we can assume these things are kind of overnight. And if they don't work overnight, then you shouldn't graft and you shouldn't put more time in, and you, you know, but it's, it, it's six years to get here. It's six years of, and before that, it's, you know, your career, as you said, you were learning all along the way how to do it for yourself. Do you feel like there, we can forget about that sometimes and we just sort of assume it has to be, it has to work from day one? Like at what point did you kind of settle in and say, or, or, or the other way around, were there times in the beginning where you were sitting there going, have, have I made the right decision? Can, you know, I often feel conflicted. I often have weeks where I'm going, this was a terrible plan. And then I have weeks where I go, no, we're good again. We're good again. <laughs> Stay positive. We're good again. Like, why are you, why are you talking yourself out of this? You can do it. You know, you can do it. You've been doing it for years. Just keep going. There was actually a time, it was just before COVID where I actually was, I was turning, I was closing it. Um, I'd had a few tough months, cash flow. You know, they, they say money doesn't make the world go around, but it certainly makes it a bit easier when you're running a business. Um, there were just a few months where it was so tough and I just, I wanted to just go back to life where I had a social life where I met people. I was, I've always worked from home. We've great so exciting you got an office now that we're moving into post um Kildare Village but I've always worked from home it's been lonely um and there was days that were really tough and it was actually COVID that turned the business around I couldn't get married that year but I could turn my business around and suddenly started loving it again but I was interviewing for jobs and I've shared that a bit with people along the way probably never publicly but um it is it's it's there's so much that goes on behind the scenes, you know, the pretty Instagram feed and, you know, people say, oh, we see you everywhere. That doesn't mean that sales are always coming in and money's always coming in. But um, so, yeah, there's definitely been some challenges and it's only probably in the last year where we've really started like the collaboration with Clementine that we just talked about. Like that was huge. And that was a real like for me, it was a moment where I was like, oh, my God, someone actually wants to collaborate with us. Like, I, I'm doing something right. And we had a phenomenal few months with that. And we had a pop-up shop in town that was just incredible. Um, and then Kildare Village. So there's been a few steps in the last few months that have really kind of gone, okay, I've got this. But that's not to say, like, there'll be more challenges along the way. But I think the good thing is, as you go through it, there's been months where I've been like, how am I going to pay these bills? And then you come to another time a year on and you're like, oh, well, I did it before. So I just need to remember that. So I suppose the more you do these challenges, I remember talk, um, being at um, a tech convention and Richard Banson talked and he said, when you own a business, every day is just problem solving. And I said that to my friend who runs a business at the moment. I said, but you're, we're just problem solving every day. And when you look at it that way, your mindset does change and you look at it differently because you're like, oh, well, it's just another one. It's just a conveyor belt of problems. I'll just keep going. Um, so yeah, there have definitely been times where where I've actually not even contemplated going, did I do the wrong thing? I'm like, no, no, I've definitely done the wrong thing and I'm going back to a salary. But um, yeah, the benefit of COVID coming and us being online and I suppose having an amazingly loyal customer base who then all came online and shopped and supported Irish. And that was what really got 
not not only the business through, but me and my mental health through. So yeah. Then motherhood came along because you spoke about there about the kind of and I feel it too. And I and I picked up when you said you know the feeling of just being at home doing this, you know it it all being in your head and all the problems are yours to solve, all the creativity is yours to make. Um the accountancy, the creativity, all of it, all of it there. But it can be lonely because it's and and, and I sometimes feel it can feel not real because it's all just happening in this little square of my house. Whereas getting that office space, making it real, getting Kildare Village, making it real, seeing that collaboration out there, feeling it be real. Do you think that has given more spark? more commitment to like just see it sort of realized yeah I suppose it is and it's as you touched that like I sometimes I try to fit in a, a gym during the day because my husband goes in the evening and we're juggling our little girl and you're like oh I'm just here in my leggings I haven't had a shower and you're kind of like people must look at me and go she must do nothing all day long you know or the odd dog walk I do but so it is I like I remember when we we moved house and I got an office space in town when my friend owns an office space and was very kind to let me go in and out when I got childcare first. And I just remember going, oh my God, this is just amazing to be out. I was getting dressed up. Like the effort that went into just finding a nice outfit to go, it was like the highlight of my day. Um, so I, do oh, I, I don't believe that. I, I don't think there'd be much effort. <laughs> Come on. I, I, you might not dress up all that often for Insta, but the times you do, let me know. Let me give me an insight enough to say this woman has beautiful oh. clothes. Oh, thank you. I do have a love for the old fashioned. My husband kills me for. But um, but yeah, it, I think it does. I think it's huge when you're like putting on that makeup for yourself and you're leaving the house. But then it's funny because... I'm now a bit used to having the house that I don't like being gone for too long. <laughs> it's like the security blanket. I'm like, I need to go back and have my lunch at home and do the washing while I, you know, fit in a gym class because you do get more done when you're at home across the house. And I think Completely. that's the, with having a family of three, you're like, where does the washing come from? And, you know, so. But, but I love this because like, we don't, we don't, I think that there is an assumption that success equals this stuff not having to happen. Like we don't, we don't see founders putting a wash on <laughs> in the middle of the day yeah. and appreciating that they're at home in their leggings. Yeah. Like we don't see that. We only ever get portrayed these images of the really successful female founders at, you know, the big conferences, the big launches, the the big media campaigns. And it's like, no, actually, she she also really appreciates the fact that, you know, she's she's a mother, she's at home, she's getting it done. All of the other life bits still have to roll around it. And everything does. And I suppose that's as well, like a benefit of it is that you can kind of come and go, not come and go as you please, but you can juggle these few little things into your schedule. And, you know, some days like in the last while, I've probably worked late into the night, but I might've gotten my Pilates class in first thing in the morning. So it's just life, it, life happens differently. It's not nine to five. And no bigger one than life happening differently and you having to, you know, adjust accordingly than when you're on a female founder maternity leave or lack thereof. <laughs> 19 month old Emmy arrived when the business, I suppose, at this point was you were, I'm trying to think, was 19 months ago still, were we still very locked down then? No, we were in and out. It was tw August 2021. So no, we were kind of out. We had a summer Coming out. out. I, remember, I used to go, go down to weddings and how many, because we got married during COVID. So I think like you could have 100, 150 people okay. at a wedding. Must have been a good bit out. <laughs> so talk to me about how, how you know, you, you were on your own lane at this point. You were running your business. You had your whole thing set up and... How did you feel about maybe beforehand, before she arrived, did you have, you know, unrealistic expectations about how this would just seamlessly flow? The arrival of a baby and the continuation of a successful business? I've been trying to remember. And um, we're firstly, I'm going to people are mothers and fathers gonna hate now. We have a baby that slept from day one. So I was never 
the sleep deprived that people actually talk about, I've touched wood yet to luckily experience. Um, so we're going to so have that- to end this here now, okay? So... <laughs> People later. Just don't now, just don't think we can continue this any further, but it's been great. Bit back now where she's a monster <laughs> stalker and we are up a few times and she's in our bed. But at the start, so I, I do remember like I put my out of office on. We were lucky we had a fulfillment center that just sent orders out. So there wasn't that daily commitment. Um, and I do remember the weeks before kind of going, I'm using this now to be prepared. But I remember when she was three weeks old and we launched a new collection. Like I launched a solid gold initial disc. Um, so I, I do remember like I worked from the hostel bed one day, even though I had an out of office on, this is my own fault. I had an out of office on explaining that a baby had arrived and we had the loveliest customers who would, after they would have gotten that out of office, would have emailed again to say congratulations. But I still felt the need to, you know, get back to them and answer their query. So I suppose I've always been a bit trying to juggle both, but it's probably my personality. Um, but I do remember there were some days where we were still in our pajamas at two o'clock and she was on me and I and it felt like the world was closing in because I hadn't gotten work done. But it's funny now you look back and I tried to tell myself this all the time, like, will it be important in six months? Um, so there was a lot of juggle. Um, it, I find it easier to work when she was a newborn versus one year on, because as soon as you take out a laptop, she thinks it's a game. So that was a bit easier and you could work on your phone. What I did find hard was the breastfeeding. And I was never one to do it in public as it was. We did combination feeding from day one because I had to actually go straight to surgery for a third degree tear so my husband had to suddenly pick a formula and figure out what she was going to have. Um, and that was a huge, for me, that was a lifesaver. And it just gave me the break because I, I do remember one day coming in, him coming in from work and, you know, like they're crying. And when you're breastfeeding, everyone just assumes the baby's hungry. And his response is, she must be hungry. And the poor man got some reaction from me that I won't reiterate here. Oh, go on, you're grand, safe space. <laughs> like, she can't be hungry. Yeah. Here for two hours, I need to work. And like, that was, I do remember that day being the day I, and he was like, okay, I'll, she's fine. And, um, but like those kind of things. So I actually only last, not only, like I did three months and that was fine for me. But like, I think we touched on before, you know, I do, I do like my clothes. I like my dressing. And I feel when you're pregnant, you know, you lose, you lose your body. You lose, I I am a gym goer. You lose that feeling of feeling nice and instantly you want to get it back and you don't want to be in leggings trying to pull up your top and have a bra. So I did find that that kind of like annoyed me or is that the right word? I'm like trying to impacted how I felt. So for me, reducing the breastfeeding at three months was right for me getting myself back, for me starting to feel like myself. And I feel like this is a real essential for women post-birth because you have given a lot, you know, the fourth trimester and you do, a lot of my friends have said, God, I'm just dying to get me back. And getting you back helps the baby as well. So um, I did find the breastfeeding juggle was harder. And once we went to the bottle, it did become easier. But then obviously there was days we did a nap and I had deadlines and, it's all it's it's all doesn't even seem important any like now when you look back 19 months on the mother of all stretches the pregnancy stretch an incredibly unique time in our lives where we appreciate our bodies like never before so how can we make sure we are giving our bodies what it needs to do this miraculous job of building our baby how can we make sure we are getting the blend and balance of vitamin d folic acid and omega-3 dha right Throughout both of my pregnancies, I trusted Ireland's number one pregnancy supplement from Vitabiotics, Pregnicare Max, because it's specifically formulated by experts to be the most optimal and comprehensive pregnancy supplement for maximum nutritional support. With 50 years of innovation in nutritional science, Vitabiotics have been pushing boundaries to help our families feel at their best. With products to suit all stages from preconception, pregnancy, postpartum and family life, with Pregnicare, Well Kid, Well Woman and Well Man, Vitabiotics have created a product to suit every stretch of family life. Vitabiotics want to look after you. 
through their supplement range and by supporting this season of Stretch Marks. Food supplements must not replace a varied and a balanced diet and a healthy lifestyle. And you should always consult your doctor or pharmacist before using. As you said, it's it's the expectation that back, back to problem solving, really, isn't it? Like the expectation that every cry is hunger and every hunger response is yours and yours to fix. And, yeah. and that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. I, rem- I remember I remember that expectation and that responsibility and it's 24 seven and it's all on you. And I remember I, I remember being like you going, but I need to go and do this and feeling trapped, feeling really like this thing that is has been important to me is in front of me and I, I need to get to it. I need to to keep it going because. I'm afraid if it stops, what might happen? But then you getting your head around, yeah, but they're my boobs. Like they're they're a part of me. I cannot detach them. Yeah, sadly not. Sadly not. Like it's a really big. I remember. I remember definitely there were days of big resentment. Mm, yeah. And I and, and look, I would also, I think. I would like in comparison to, to to many, I would say that I I had a very, 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 very positive breastfeeding experience, but I absolutely experienced that resentment. Yeah. And I think it's OK. I think most women don't like to say that, um, but it's it's OK to say like sometimes you just you want yourself back a bit and you you need that space. You've been at home with them all day and they're wonderful and we're so lucky to have them. But it is, it's it's that trapped feeling of you want to get out for a walk, but then something happens or it just doesn't collide well and and your husband's gone. Like my husband was gone at seven, like half six in the morning and gone until half six, seven in the evening. Like they were long days and then he'd come in and I would sit down to work and that was just the the juggle that it was. And so to be honest, sometimes until she's now started crash. It, it was that as well. Like I have her home at the moment at Fridays and and it is that. Um, and I thought having her in crash four days a week and one day to ourselves would be great and we'd do loads of things. But actually she just comes and does the food shop with me because you have to catch up or, and you don't want her, if you try to go for a walk and she naps, you're like, oh, that's the nap that I need to work. So it's a struggle and yeah. Nap, nap optimization. It's just, it's unreal. I know wondered a part of me is like god like do i regret not actually having a stable job where i could have had six months and what would that have looked like but then i wonder am i just not that type of person i probably would have done something in that time anyway or it's hard to know so you've just got to deal with what you have and yeah it's um once we got childcare, like we were moving house from nace to dublin so we didn't know where we were going to be so it wasn't like when she was born, we could put her down for a crash. So we moved to Dublin and then we're like, okay, now we can put her in. Okay, it's 2024 is the earliest you can get her in. So we got lucky with the childminder. But like the childminding is so expensive that like you only do two days a week. And then you've got three other days where you're trying to work around them. And it's not fair in them because you get a bit stressed and you're trying to respond um, to customers or emails or get the deadlines done. So then we luckily got a random email saying there's a space coming up next month for four days. Do you want it? And I said, yes, at the drop of a hat. And that has been for her and us. I like she has come on her chattiness and everything has been amazing. So and now I can feel like I, we give her a really good time when we're together. And so that's it. Been- I, I totally have days like that, too, where I feel like Yes, I have that luxury of the flexibility, this this much sought after flexibility to be able to be present and home. I might be home with them, but mommy's always busy. Mama's yeah. always working. Mama's always got her head. I just need to check this email. I just need to make this phone call. I just need to. I'll be there in one second. And there is there's a massive guilt that sets in around, well, would they have more quality time with me if they never saw the work life blend. If I just put the key in the door and walked in and all they got from me was, you know, present home, I've clocked off me. But then I think I was never like that as an employee anyway. I would have always yeah. been the, you know, over diligent one anyway. So, but it, 
it, it eats it eats up and I definitely get I definitely get guilt for it and I and I I do question whether so I have my two-year-old home two days a week so she's in crash three days a week and I do question whether actually we would have a better overall quality week if I increase that amount and at two they're like they're full-on like they need entertainment they need like it's funny we set, signed up for a music class on a Saturday morning I remember people going oh, why'd you go she's only 18 months it's actually the best thing because it's our little quality time we go for a coffee afterwards and you know what other than that we just be trying to clean the house as she's around maybe cocomelons on the background so it is those little things of having them for them and I do like when she comes in now from pressure quarter past five I I don't look at my phone until she's in bed and I try to do that but you know you're still juggling getting the dinner on and you know all that but look I'm sure our parents did to us and we weren't overly affected by by it. So it is, it's just, it's just the part of life at the moment. And it is like, you know, most people these days can't afford for just one person to be out working like my parents did. And it's just the juggle of life. And I do think I want her to see me go off and achieve things. And like, it was lovely. We went out to Kildare Village to see um, the imagery up and she goes, mama, mama. And like, I think that's so important. I want her to chase her dreams and think that she can do anything. So I don't think it's it's bad for two parents to be working and for a child to see that because it's not going to change for them. Um, and I think it's it's a part of our identity is what we do. most of the, mo- For most people, it is a part of your identity. Um, so I, I think only positives can come from it. And there will be days that life is stressful and they might remember the odd thing. But overall... They're going to remember the lovely holidays they had or the sunny days out in the garden is what they're going to remember. Talk to me about that identity shift. Because I know that for many, when they first become mothers, it's very, very hard to adjust into this new, yeah, it's the new identity. It's the new lifestyle. It's the new, like, who I am now. And for some, they adjust really smoothly because it's something that they've always kind of wanted. Um, For some, it's a bit of a rockier experience. How did you adjust to the new motherhood identity I have it was she was I always wanted children um so it was always something that we did want and it was a reason why as well we didn't wait for COVID to end to get married because we didn't know how long it would take and anything like that so it's always been something I wanted it's it's interesting I do notice myself and I don't know why I do it I notice myself when I'm out at meetings and especially people even my age that don't have kids, it's it's like I can park that life and I don't talk about it. And I just, it's like I can be that carefree person I used to be where you can go to a thing at a drop of a hat, an event, or you can go out. And I don't know why I do it, but I weirdly do it. And then with someone that has kids, I can go that way as well and have a kitty chat. But I have noticed in myself, I'm not a person that needs to sit down for an hour with someone and talk about our kids. I'd actually rather check in on life, talk about different things that we're doing, even if it's shopping or just work or whatever. I'm not that person that I have mom friends, but we actually, our quota is 10 minutes. 10 minutes where you're right. (laughs) Because it's the break that you need. And that coffee date with a friend or a glass of wine, to me, I need that for my old life a bit. For like to getting me, filling my cup back up to come back to the house and do all the things that need to be done. But yeah, it's, it's weird how, it's only now that you asked me that. I'm like, I actually am one of those people that I don't talk about her all the time. <laughs> she won't be offended about that but maybe I just need I I like that social side that I used to have and the chat and I haven't actually I don't feel it has changed me hugely I feel she's just become my little bestie that comes places with me I don't feel I as a person have massively changed which is brilliant like I I definitely I know people that have lost themselves in motherhood And I sometimes wonder, definitely now that I'm kind of home a lot more and I don't have a lot of external connections with the world, there are there are days and weeks where I really feel like I can lose myself too to it. 
and it's not good for me. It's really not good for me. I feel like when I'm given the opportunity to pull myself out of it and speak to women about the stuff that's happening in our lives, not just our kids, that's when I kind of feel replugged back in. A little yeah. light goes back on. And that's why we do need to escape. And that's why we have to remember, like, we are more than just a mother now. You know, the, I, I am still me. I just have a lot more baggage. <laughs> <laughs> but and I think that's like I have in the last 19 months with having Emmy, like I have gotten so much help out of podcasts, whether it like just tapping into what I needed that day, whether it's, it's a mom one, like I found I was howling laughing with you and Dominique last week and how you grasp differently at a party at what's going on and versus your husband. Mm. Um, and then some days I might want a business one because I need that help. And then some days I just need Vogue and Joanne in my ear and I need to laugh and yeah. I just need to forget. Um, and I do think while through maternity, my maternity time or working from home, the podcasts that come out in all areas of life can actually be so helpful to someone in their day, in their week, in their mood. Um, I think there's so much more in them than people actually realize and how if you're on your own, you don't feel like you're on your own. And it's a it's connection. And actually, I think the rise in podcasts, and look, I'll be very honest, the reason that I even started, it's loneliness. It's just, it's absolute loneliness. The reason I listen to podcasts the reason I started one, the reason I continue to do one, the reason that I have made so many amazing connections with women who I now thankfully and gratefully call friends is out of absolute loneliness of just feeling like, where's, where, where is the village? Where is, yeah. the, where is the world? Um, you know, it, it is, it is a real privilege to be able to earn money you know, doing what it is that you do and, you know, running a business and the strength and the courage that comes from that and bringing money in that pays for your house and pays for your children's life and pays for everything like that. But when you're doing it for yourself and you are also then, you know, parenting with that mother whelm, it can be very, very lonely. And the chance to actually physically go and see real women face to face and have a laugh, like you said, like, I will, I won't have that chance or something will happen. And therefore that's why I need to just press play on Vogue and Joanne and be like, okay, yeah. just, yeah. just need to feel like I was out I need the to crack. be in your gang today. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, or a motherhood one uh, to just feel like, oh my God, all of this bizarreness is normal. And like you said, I love the business ones because it just gives you that feeling of like, yeah, they had rocky days too, but they kept going. And look what happens when you just keep going. Yeah. Something happens. They're, they're really on the power of a podcast is really, and I'm constantly sharing them with friends or I love when someone will send them to me. Um, and you haven't heard of one because it is, it's like an excitement of like, oh my God, I have something new in my ears today. Um, so I, I do, I think it's, it's nearly like getting a friend, but it's funny you say that like, Instagram for me like I have found one of the, the greatest friends um, my friend Julie she'll love a shout out now and um, she messaged me I love sharing on Instagram little things that I'm doing or I suppose I use it to promote Emma by Jane but when I just had Emmy I went back and I shared I found a guy that did postpartum gym and uh, we have a laugh with this because she messaged me about it. And then we, when we lived in Nace, we had one canal that everyone walked with coffee shops on it. She said, if you're ever walking the canal, like, would you like a coffee? And sure, I say yes to anything. And would you believe we've just become the best of friends and we've gotten our, ourselves through so many. We text going, what time are we walking at today? And to the point where she nearly walked me home because she wasn't ready to go home. And it's just such a lovely way of connecting and actually being open to meeting people and saying yes. And like an another friend of mine is like, how are we even friends? Because I would never do something like that. Um, but sometimes the best people can come out of it. And like you said, you know, you've met people on here that have become great friends. And it's just finding one common thing and saying yes to it and seeing what happens. So it's hard. It's very, very hard to meet new friends as adults. It's not something that we're taught to do. And I think it's it's easier when you're in a physical workplace 
to meet new colleagues and new friends. And there's, you know, there's a social team organizing some awkward nights out. But you do, you get bonds. But I, I think it's the bond, that bond in motherhood. I, I, I've seen it being compared to the bond of, you know, kind of like trauma survivors. <laughs> like if you go through a challenging experience together, it really, that, that can spark a relationship for life. It's kind of like if you go on that J1 and not saying that that was a challenging experience, but it, it's such a, it, it's such a moment in time, but you shared it with someone and therefore it's like this friendship for life. Or if you go through, you know, in the workplace, a really, really, really challenging project, that person that you're collaborating with just becomes a friend for life. And I think it's the same in motherhood. Yeah. If you're experiencing these things for the first time and that person that reaches out to you and you end up having coffee with, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, it's a lifeline. It's a lifeline to have somebody to just walk alongside with and feel like we have each other. Yeah, it's 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 amazing the difference. I think women, like we I talk about it with my husband quite a bit. Women need friends more than men do. Like men can go, my husband's a golfer, he's happy to play golf once a weekend. Um, whereas women need, they need the time. And I met a friend early, um, a few weeks ago who was struggling. And I was like, have you booked in? And she lives, she doesn't live near me. It's like, have you booked in your glass of wine with a friend? No. I was like, I'm giving you one job today. Book in your night and book in your glass of wine with a friend. Because I was like, that is what you actually need the most. Um, you need someone to just sit with and just, you need girl time. You need to just talk about either what's, affecting you or you need someone that's just going to distract and just cheer you up and there's there's no better I think night I would say um than sitting with one of your one or two of your best friends and having a glass of wine and just writing the world right again so I think it can be the letting best therapy out. session letting it out do, do you find though um how good are you at committing to it like or do you find because I, I feel at this point, there is never a good time. There is never a good day. The, the right moment will never present itself. There will always be a reason not to. There will always be a deadline that needs to be taken care of. There will always be an early morning meeting. There will always be a child that's that just on the verge of maybe a little bit sick. And you're like, maybe I should hang on just in case. There will never present a an ideal moment. Just be like, I'm leaving the house. Good luck. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye responsibilities. I'm I'm doing this for me. I'm taking it for me. I have to tell you, I am fully committed when I give you a date. <laughs> I'm fully gone. You're booked in. Yeah, I am. I am the person my mom will laugh. She's like, yeah, chill head off. Um, if it's booked in, I will go. Now I do arrange many dates with my little girl as well, but mm. if we have a date in the diary, it's in the diary. Um, and it will, it will happen. And I'm pretty good at sticking. I've always been that person though. Um, and it's the same, like when I started the business, people were like, oh, like, how do you do it? I was like, I kept the exact same routine I had when I worked elsewhere. I did the gym in the morning with a friend. I was at my desk by half eight and I worked till six and I had, took a lunch break. And that was, so I've always been that person, but yeah, you're guaranteed if I've booked you in for a coffee, it's happening unless the world is collapsing. Um, but I have, I would, I have a small group of amazing friends that I see all the time and then I do find through COVID like I lived in London I would have had a really wide circle that through COVID and having Emmy I've definitely shrunk my group a huge amount and I might not see someone for a year anymore um but the commitments I do have with a friend yeah they will because I need them and I live for them like we were meant to have um we were meant to have the pop-up shop. There's 11 of us designers um, in just off Grafton Street at Christmas. And we were all meant to meet on, on Friday. And just with Emmy's naps and my mom's schedule, it just was, I was going to get 40 minutes in there and it just, I couldn't do it. And I was like, God, that was, that was the highlight of my week. I was waiting for all, and I was devastated because I hate being the one to cancel. Um, so yeah, so sometimes look at life gets in the way, but most of the time I'm booked in. <laughs> That pop-up looked amazing. What a collection of women coming together fun. to take that space. I, 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 I don't I mean, I don't, I don't know the inner workings of it, but in my mind, I felt like what must have happened was instead of that 
you know, the huge cost for one person. It was like, no, let's do this as a collective. Let's take this on Mm. together. We're more than likely trying to talk to the same audience, the same woman, the same customer is probably going to want all of our different brands. Let's just get under one roof. It looked like the best form of female collaboration I've seen. It just looked fabulous. It was the most amazing month. We're already talking about the next one. Um, The two girls, Ruth and Jane from Start Ignite, like it was all them. Uh, it was everyone just coming together, doing a rota. We had some people that like high, like we had one or two help for during the week because it was, we all have kids and things like that. Um, but it was 11 females coming together to support each other. And the, the most beautiful thing of it was that if I was in the shop where I wasn't and someone was selling and a customer came in to look at Emma by Jane and I was there, it didn't matter because someone else from their other brand was helping. Like it didn't matter what brand you came in to look at. If you needed help in what you wanted, you would get it. And it was just amazing. It was, it was, it felt like, cause we, we all talked about how lonely it can be and how for that month we felt like we were team. And it was just a, like so many beautiful brands anyway, but yeah, it was, it was one of the best months ever. And I absolutely loved it. And it would, it was only because of Ruth and Jane from Starting Night that it happened and they put their heart and soul into it. And we just carried on their back tails. Um, so yeah, it was the ultimate. I think that's amazing about women as well. Like we all rise and we help each other out. You're not in competition. And everyone was like that. Everyone thought the same in the pop-up. So it do was, you, it was a very special time. Do you love what you do? I do. I do love, I, 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 you're getting me today on an amazing day because all our samples for a photo shoot next week for launching in Kildare, Kildare Village have just arrived. And that today I'm now going to do our mood board and you're getting the creative side. It's been a week of getting grants over the line of my dad, he's my accountant, getting all my tax information, which it's like a, a daily fight because we're, we, he hates dealing with me and I hate dealing with taxes. Um, but today, like for the days that it comes together, the photo shoots, when you do a photo shoot and you get the right people there, hair, makeup, and everyone comes together, you feel like it's not just you. Um, and I think the hype that's come with Kildare Village has really lifted. And sometimes you do need to do these things. They scare the hell out of you. But they excite you and they reignite a passion and a love for your business. And you get to do it while still spending that all important, I suppose, access and flexibility to having to step into those mother shoes if if she needs it. Yeah, exactly. You get to run it on your time. Yeah. Which is and that's what like it's when we took the four days childcare. I was like, you know, there has to be a benefit mm-hmm. to me working for myself. But just with time and what's happening, it's actually too hard to run it four days a week and it's causing too much stress. I feel really lucky to have both in my life. Um, You know, if anything happens to her, I can collect her from crash and I can be with her and we just juggle that. I definitely need to get better at not stressing about it and going, it's just today, let today be, Um, let it go. Uh, I definitely need to get better at that. But there is... There's a benefit. And I think I did think when we take four days crash, you know, oh, that's brilliant because I'll have one day with her, but it's actually not as easy as I thought it would be. But it is, it is definitely, yeah, I get her in the mornings. I collect her in the evenings. We take a day off and do stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky to have both. And then some days, my husband or my parents might step in and juggle. Like I did a trade show when she was a five day trade show when she was three months old. And that was just down to, again, my mother-in-law helping my husband taking a day off and my mother helping. Um, And that juggle, but then those days where you're at home for the full week. And like, I think of the full year that I got at home with her was amazing. And, you know, everything we we did together, we were a right little team of going off places. So there's definitely been, you know, there was no rush to go back to work because I was doing it anyway. Or there was no end of we've been together for six months and now you go five days. It's been a gradual thing of her moving to the five day crash. I think there's probably an obvious answer here, but how do you feel about people or places that assume that once a strong, talented 
professional becomes a mother that somehow she can't still do it. You talk there. Definitely hard show. <laughs> definitely hard. There's definitely a lot of logistics in the background. Um, like even when it comes to Kildare Village, I want to try to be there as much as possible. But, you know, my husband also has a weekend and we need to juggle that. Um, so it's, I'm so lucky with the family that I have. My mom is amazing. Um, she's a car seat in the back of the car if needs be. And they live up the road from us. So I definitely do think it's made easier for me because I have the support around me. And that I'd imagine if it was just James and I here with no support around, that's one of the reasons you move back from Nace to Dublin. It would be a lot harder. Um, but, you know, you you do these things some days. I'm working all the time. I think at Christmas, I was gone all the time. And my husband had to step in a lot because we had the physical pop-up shop. Whereas now I'm back to just being at home. So I'm flexible. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think you can have it all, but not all together. <laughs> To anyone who is on the verge of leaning into that stretch of having of of knowing in their bones they've got this idea, they've got the ability, they they feel like they need to do this for them. They need to, as you yeah. open at the start said, you just le- leapt off that cliff and you didn't know, yeah. <laughs> you didn't look back. No, but I think that there's so many women who have climbed that cliff. They have done the work. They have the scrapes and the sweat and they've gotten to that cliff face. And they're just they're just so afraid to step off. A moment of advice. Try and see where you want to be in five years and work to that. Don't work to the next week. Don't work to the next month try and go to five years time and work back and see where you want to be. Because I would have started this. I, um, when I was thinking and thinking of it, I had a friend that had a business and I kept going, God, if I'd taken the leap back then, I'd probably be earning a salary by now where we'd be a bit ahead. And I can't, and then one day it is. and, And I do think of it like that, where I don't think too much. And I do think it helps me, but I know there's so many overthinkers out there but yeah, if you are doing that, like try work maybe five years ahead and see where you want to be and work backwards. And maybe it won't be as scary because you'll see what the end is and you'll see the end is actually not the end or the five years is really good. You want to get there. You don't want to get to the next week where you're like, oh God, what do I do now? Because once you're in it, you're in it and you'll just keep going. I was lucky. I had no mortgage. I had no child. I financially could do it I moved back in with my parents to help me out so you know that that money part is essential and I was lucky at the time I did it and I knew if I left any later I wouldn't be able to do it because I don't know if I'd do it right now it's really scary when you have those other responsibilities it's really scary and there's a there's a hundred reasons why you shouldn't and why you should stay responsible and stay with that you know staying staying with where the guaranteed income is going to come from but I also feel like the time is going to go either way those years are going to pass either way and if you're good enough to have somebody trust you to do the work within their business then you are good enough to be able to do it for you and those years will pass and if in five years time you're still stuck doing the thing that isn't making you fulfilled right now just try it. Just try. You you have the permission to try something differently. You will find another job if it doesn't work out. There's always options as part-time. There's always options. Yeah. I know so many people that did stuff on the side just to get theirs up and running. Worked in a coffee shop. You know, there is options. There is options, but don't stay, don't stay limited. Don't stay feeling like you can't because you can you can try and just just if it's really if it's if it's keeping you awake at night just sometimes you just have to leap see where yeah. it takes you and it might not take you where you think but it will take you somewhere might take you better places might take you better places might take you somewhere completely you never even imagined places yeah but it won't happen if you stay stuck so lean into that stretch let's hope we've uh pushed some people then outside their comfort zone today <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much for that inspiration. And you are, you are. I've I've admired you from afar and what you're doing with your business. 
Um, it's truly something beautiful that you're creating. And yeah, to know that you're also doing it with a 19 month old in tow is truly remarkable. Congratulations on the Kildare pop-up. I cannot wait to visit. I will be there. Absolutely. And yeah, just thank you for your time. Thank you, Sinead. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've loved it. If you have a business dream, I hope we've inspired you to jump. You can find Emma by Jane on Instagram at Emma by Jane. The pop-up starts on April 21st, 2023 in Kildare Village. So do pop in and browse the stunning collection. As always, please share and tag at Stretchmarks Podcast so I can see your feedback and comments. And I'll talk to you again next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.